Well, how do I know I'll pray through? When the breakthrough has come, when you stand up and the Holy Ghost says to you, it is finished. The reason to persevere in prayer is not to overcome God's reluctance, but to prevail against Satan's opposition. Welcome to Life Talk with Dr. Jeff Wickwire, author and founding senior pastor of the exciting Turning Point Church in Fort Worth, Texas. Pastor Jeff is known for his heartfelt and practical proclamation of the scriptures. We are so glad you joined us today. So stay tuned as Pastor Jeff teaches, encourages, and challenges you from the Word of God. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Life Talk. I'm Jeff Wickwire, and thank you so much for joining us this time. Today, we're continuing the series, Pray Through, with part two of the message, Warfare Prayer. You know, a recent poll of professing Christians across America revealed that a shocking percentage, this really blew me away, nearly six out of 10 Christians either strongly agreed or somewhat agreed with the statement that Satan is not a living being, but only a symbol of evil. Now for me, that was just stunning. And it also reveals why so many Christians are defeated. They don't even know they've got an enemy. Well, I can tell you that Paul the Apostle and the rest of God's word would thoroughly disagree. The Bible is crystal clear that we've got an enemy. His name is the devil and he is defeated when we pray. So let's go right to the message, Warfare Prayer, and see what God's eternal word has to say about prayer and spirit warfare. His arms and legs like the gleam of burnished bronze and his voice like the sound of a multitude. This is an angelic being. I think it's one of the three mighty archangels, probably Gabriel. He has come and standing in front of Daniel. Daniel hits the ground. Don't tell me an angel came into your bedroom and the two of you danced. You say, where do you get that, Jeff? Oh, I've read these stories. If a real angel shows up, buddy, you're on your face. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. So Daniel's on his face, and he's terrified. He's trembling. The angel says to him, don't be afraid, Daniel. Now watch this, everybody. Since the first day you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to them. When was the answer first sent? First day. Say with me, prayer changes things. Can you say with me, God hears prayer? On the first day. Now watch closely what the angel says next, because this is a revelation. The angel tells Daniel something amazing. He says, but the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me 21 days. Now, let me be clear. We're not talking about a human prince here because a human being can't resist an archangel. He goes on. This is a fallen angel, a demon, stepped up in the second heaven and fought this angel, bringing Daniel's answer. Then look what happened. Michael one of the chief princes, a good angel, another archangel, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. Now look what he says. I have come now to explain to you, look at the importance of what he was bringing. 
what will happen to your people in the future, for the vision concerns a time yet to come. Daniel not only received a now word for his situation, but a word that reaches down to our day right now and speaks to us about the latter times. No wonder the devil was resisting this answer. This angel was bringing precious cargo. Please catch this. Now, this is warfare prayer in action. We got a revelation here because of the Word of God. We are able to see beyond the veil here because of the Word of God. Now, here's Daniel, old man. He's just sitting there. He's praying. He has no idea what's going on behind the scenes. He has no idea of the conflict that is being waged in the second heaven. He's just praying. But behind the veil, there is a drama. There is a war. There is a conflict. And the stakes are high. So I want to stop here for a minute and dissect what we learn about warfare prayer from this experience with Daniel. First, warfare prayer begins with a burden. Warfare prayer begins with a burden. Daniel was burdened about his people. He was burdened about the future of Israel. He was burdened about their captivity. Let me ask you a question today. Are you burdened about America today? Daniel was burdened about his nation He was burdened that his people had gone astray. He was burdened about what he saw taking place. And this burden was from God. It was not from Daniel. Let me tell you something about a burden from God. A burden from God is something you cannot shake. You cannot deny it. You cannot talk yourself out of it. You don't grab a burden from God. A burden from God grabs you. When I was uh, had first come to Christ with all of my heart, and, and I've been having many powerful experiences with the Holy Spirit. And God was beginning to move in my heart that I was going to preach the Word. Just putting in me an irresistible, undeniable, irrefutable, inescapable burden to preach, a fire to preach, totally contrary to my personality. And it wouldn't leave me alone. And during this season that I was experiencing these visitations from the Spirit and these powerful moments with God, I watched a movie. And I just happened to turn it on one day at home, and the movie was called Go Ask Alice. And it was a true story. It was a biographical movie. And it was about a girl. Now, think back. This was in the 70s. Some of you weren't alive. But it was back in the 70s in the middle of the Jesus movement, but also in the middle of the hippie movement that I came out of. And this movie was about a girl who got involved in the drug culture. Beautiful little teenage girl got involved in the drug culture. And it shows her getting really lost in it and getting hooked on drugs, doing the pot, the LSD, the speed, all the stuff that was popular back then. And it shows her getting really enmeshed in it until finally she was totally depressed and totally in bondage. And then it showed her without Christ, just in her own strength, trying to get out of it. She went to counselors. She went to her parents. She had resolved she was going to leave this life. And in this movie, she slipped back. And she took drugs and she overdosed and she died. And that was the end of the movie. And I'm going to tell you something happened to me. When that movie went off, I'm in my house. I began to sob like a baby. I began to bawl like a baby. I began to weep until I couldn't weep anymore. And I didn't understand what was going on. I wept. And now I can explain to you why. Because she represented my generation. 
being captivated by drugs, destroyed by drugs, lost in that destructive lifestyle, she represented them. And what God was giving me was a burden for my generation. It ate me alive. When I would talk about that movie, I would weep. When I would think about that movie, I would weep. Because Alice became my generation. Also, I knew I would have been her, but for God. I would have been her. And so God, along with all these visitations from the Holy Spirit, all of these touches from Him... He burdened me, and I understood more why he was calling me to preach the word. Declare it to my generation. It was a burden from God. So warfare prayer begins with a burden. Second, Daniel teaches us that warfare prayer perseveres until the answer comes. Daniel prayed and fasted 21 days. I want you to notice something. He doesn't pray just once and say, well, I've done my duty for God in my country. I prayed about it. Now I'm done. That's not what he did. When the answer didn't come on the first day, Daniel humbled himself before God. He experienced a heavy spirit of mourning, and he essentially said, Lord, I'm grabbing hold of the horns of the altar, and I'm not letting go until you speak. Warfare prayer is like a bulldog. You give a bulldog a bone, you can't get it out. You can't get him to turn loose of it. That's warfare prayer. It is persistent. It doesn't quit. It's not moved by nothing. It's not moved when the answer doesn't come. It stays with it. It holds on. When you say there's no answer yet, warfare faith is not moved by what it sees. It stands on the promises. Now, the incredible thing about Daniel's experience is the way that it pulls back the veil and lets us see what goes on behind the scenes when we pray. Now, I want you to stop and think. I think some of you, and I've been there, so I'm not just pointing a finger, but some of you don't pray like you should because here's what the devil has convinced you of. You don't really have much power with God. God doesn't hear you. You're not perfect. You're not a super saint. You're not heavily gifted. He answers the big prayers for Billy Graham and other giants of the faith, but not you, not little old you. So you might as well just leave the prayers to the big boys. And that's the biggest lie in all the world. That's the biggest lie in all the world because the name of Jesus is written on you. The name of Jesus is on you. Jesus has touched you and filled your heart with his Holy Spirit. He hears your prayer. Think about it. One man's prayers, one caused an archangel to be dispatched to earth. On the first day, oh, Lord, I want an answer. God said, Gabriel, did you hear that? Go. I find it amazing. What a blessing for all those of us persevering in prayer that he said, from the first day you prayed, the answer was sent. But Daniel had experienced a delay because Satan forces had fought against the answer to his prayer. I wonder how many of our prayers if we could see beyond the veil, have elicited warfare, and the Lord is fighting on our behalf right now. The prince of the kingdom of Persia. The prince of Persia was literally a demon spirit assigned to the nation of Persia, which was the greatest nation on the face of the earth of that day. This gives us another revelation. A spirit prince 
was put over a nation. You know, I don't know if you travel much. I've traveled quite a bit. I've been to China. I've been to India. I've been to Israel. I've been to Singapore. I've been to many places in the world. And I can tell you that there are places you can fly into that as the plane begins to approach the hemisphere of the country you're going to, you feel an oppression. There is something there. When we went into China airspace, I could feel the oppression of that communism. When I flew into Africa, I could feel the oppression of the witchcraft. When I flew into Haiti, I could feel the oppression of the witchcraft. This is why we say when you're going to go minister somewhere, pray, pray, pray before you ever get there so that the prince over that area is bound so you can minister under an open heaven. We want to minister under an open heaven. I believe there's a spirit over this city, but even better than that, there's a sovereign God over that spirit. But sometimes we say, God, I'm waiting on you, but God says, I'm waiting on you. Get into the prayer closet, your war room, and bombard heaven. Lay hold of the horns of the altar. Use the weapons given to you. And as you pray, angels are released according to the word of God. And the dark powers holding people bound are bound themselves by the anointing released by warfare prayer. Say with me, there's power in my prayers. I want us to say it like we mean it. There's power in my prayers. When you pray in the name of Jesus, Satan trembles. Satan trembles. Like Spurgeon said, prayer is like grabbing a rope and pulling it and a bell rings in heaven. When you pray in the name of Jesus, you don't know the authority and the power that is released. Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you ask according to the will of God, I will do it. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we don't carry everything to God in prayer. Now, why did this angel so withstand the archangel from getting this answer to Daniel? He wanted God's children to remain in captivity. He didn't want them fulfilling God's plan. So he didn't want the greatest man of God in Babylon to receive the revelation of what their future held. No doubt there is an evil angel over the United States today that because we have pulled back from God and kicked him out and are now persecuting his people, that evil spirit posted over America, has gained strength. God is looking for prayer warriors, not good little Christianettes listening to sermonettes. He's looking for people who understand that when I go into the war room, things happen. Mountains are moved. We're in a battle. And thank God there's also angels who are ministers of good, of justice, and of truth, and they are in constant conflict with the dark side. Now, let me ask you a question. I've wondered this. Here's Daniel. He's praying. From the first day, the angel was released. Right now, there is a great conflict in the second heaven based on his prayers. What if he had stopped at day 14? What if he had stopped at day 15? What if he had stopped at day 3? Well, you know, God apparently doesn't want to answer this prayer. What if he had stopped? I'm going to tell you what I think. I think he would have been defeated 
because God had moved on him with a burden to pray until the breakthrough came. That's why this series is called Pray Through. Well, how do I know I'll pray through? When you're through. When the breakthrough has come, when you stand up and the Holy Ghost says to you, it is finished, the answer has been released. So warfare prayer teaches us that the reason to persevere in prayer is not to overcome God's reluctance, but to prevail against Satan's opposition. That's the reason we persevere. So some of you need a word from God today, a word from heaven, and here it is. Don't faint. Don't give up. Things are happening behind the scenes that you don't know anything about. God is moving. You don't have to see it to know it. Sometimes the greatest sign God is moving is when there's nothing. Now, warfare prayer begins with a burden. Warfare prayer perseveres until there's a breakthrough. One last thing. Warfare prayer is an offensive weapon. When you look at the armor of God, helmet of salvation, breastplate, belt of truth, gospel sandals, shield of faith, and the sword of the Spirit. Five of the six of those are defensive. They are to deflect what comes at you. But the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, is offensive. It is for you to attack with. And so is warfare prayer. We have two offensive weapons, five defensive. The two offensive are the Word of God and warfare prayer. Paul says the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Did you catch that? Strongholds, demolish them totally. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought because the battle is in the mind. The battlefield is in between your two ears. Satan erects strongholds in the mind. Matter of fact, you know the word stronghold in the Greek language literally means castle in the mind. Picture a castle with the moat and the drawbridge and all that medieval stuff and go all the way to the top of that castle and there's always a window kind of peering out from the very top. And when you're talking about a stronghold, the castle is always built on a lie you have believed. And so in the upper tier of the castle in your mind, in that upper room is lodged the lie. The castle keeps its strength as long as the lie remains up there. He says, what is a stronghold? Arguments. What is a stronghold? Pretensions that set themselves up against the will of God in your life. You're going to bring a castle down, a stronghold down. You've got to defeat and bring down the lie. You've got to keep drinking. Your parents drank. Your grandparents drank. It's your weakness. You were born this way. You've got to keep drinking. You've got to stay on drugs. You're in a family of drug addicts. Therefore, you're just like them. Here's the lie. It builds a stronghold. It's a castle in your mind. And you've got to face that lie and say, you're a lying devil. You're a lying devil. 
You're a lying devil. And I'm here to disarm you in the name of Jesus. You've got to be a dirty old man. You've got to be a luster. You're never going to get rid of lust. You're never going to get rid of how you look at women or how you look at men. Because you're born this way. Well, we're all born sinners. The answer is get born again. Get born again. But having said that, even born-again people have got to go up there and disarm lies that they believe way back then. You're no good. You're not going to amount to anything. You're not going to go anywhere. You're a loser born under a bad sign. You get up there and you say, no, I'm not. I'm a blood-bought child of God made for a purpose. God's got his hand on me. I'm a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, a called-out person. I'm pulling this lie down. In spiritual terms, a stronghold is where the devil has built an outpost, a fort, a stronghold around some weakness in your life. A stronghold may be an obsession, a fixation of thought, some deep-set attitude or thought pattern keeping you from experiencing spiritual victory. It's the battles in the mind. It may be an unreasonable, irrational fear, worry, temper, hate, lust, aggression, or unrestrained urges and appetites and cravings. I'm convinced that every addiction is the result of a stronghold the devil has erected in our minds via a lie we believe. But the type of stronghold isn't near as important as how you can demolish it. Because you can demolish it. It requires the lie being confronted with truth. You will know the truth progressively, and the truth will set you free. Jesus didn't mean overnight you'd be totally free once you got saved. The verbiage in the Greek language is what we call present active. It means it's ongoing. You will ongoingly more and more know the truth and hence be more and more set free. It's the message of the Bible. This sets you free. This is the mighty Word of God. It's quick and powerful. And, and what it does... When you read it, it goes up into your brain and it disarms those lies. Well, that's it for this time. I hope you enjoyed the message about warfare prayer and that it has helped you to better understand the place that prayer has in our battle with the devil. You know, God is using Life Talk to reach many people across the nation with the uncompromised Word of God. And we simply could not do it without your faithful prayers and financial gifts. One of the amazing things about Life Talk is that not one dime of your financial offerings goes to any overhead whatsoever. Each penny goes directly to airtime. Not every ministry can say that, but thank God we can. So would you consider sending a gift to help us reach America with the Word of God? If you do, we've got a very special gift just for you that I'm excited about. Listen to the announcer as he explains. Now you can bring Pastor Jeff Wickwire and Life Talk right into your home. For a gift of any size to Life Talk, Pastor Jeff will send you a CD collection of some of his most anointed and inspiring teaching series. These CDs will strengthen your faith and build your understanding of what Christ Jesus did for you at the cross. 
So call now, toll-free, 877-884-3111. Or just log on anytime, day or night, to lifetalk.tv. Listen to Pastor Jeff's hope-filled CDs again and again. Or give them to family members or friends as a gift. Don't wait. Call 877-884-3111 right now. Or log on anytime to lifetalk.tv and give your best gift today. And join me again next time for another exciting message from our life-changing series, Pray Through. Until then, I pray God's rich blessings be yours. Warfare Prayer is the fourth message of Pastor Jeff's series, Pray Through. You can own a copy of this six CD set for just $30 plus shipping. Log on to lifetalkradio.us or call us toll free at 877-884-3111. Get your copy of today's message for just $5 or purchase the entire series, Pray Through, for only $30 plus shipping by logging on to lifetalkradio.us or calling us toll free at 877-884-3111 for more information. been listening to Life Talk with Dr. Jeff Wickwire. To find out more about Dr. Wickwire's ministry and Turning Point Church, visit us at lifetalkradio.us or call us toll free at 877-884-3111. That's 877-884-3111. And as a reminder, Life Talk is a listener-supported ministry. We exist to bring God's word to thousands of people in your area on this great station. So your prayers and financial support go a long way in helping us with this endeavor. Please prayerfully consider helping us. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to meeting with you once again on our next Life Talk broadcast. Music.